Welcome to the Garden Path Podcast. This is mini episode number one, and I'm your host, Misty Little. Today, I am going to talk about three books that I recommend to gardeners. They are books that were on my bookshelf already. Um, No one has given me these to review. Um, These are all just my personal opinions, things that I like. And um, I'm going to start with the first one is called Founding Gardeners, and it's by Andrea Wolf. And I read this a couple of years ago, and actually Susie Morris of Chiotes Run had recommended it on her blog, and um, so I bought it, and I really, really loved it. It is a pretty in-depth uh, review of the founding fathers, uh, about four of them. We have George Washington, uh, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, and uh, John Adams, and I'm sorry to say, the founding, gar- founding fathers of the United States. Um, so, you know, the late 1700s, and it covers all of uh, these men and their gardens at their plantations. Um, we're going to call it like it is, and it is said in here that there were slaves used. So while these men gardened um, and did their own research and, and were interested in all of these things, they also, you know, used slave labor as was common then. Um what I found most interesting about um, this book was, you know, it was pretty in-depth uh, detail talking about uh, weaving in between the stories of, you know, the the war, the Revolutionary War, and then post-war, um, how they managed their plantations and their gardening and their interest in plants while they were in office as well. Um, and, you know, a lot of this was done by correspondence, by, by letters, and you know, it's not like it was today where you send an email or a text and you get answers right away. So um, I can imagine it was probably pretty difficult to be telling, you know, family or whomever is running the uh, plantation back home, you know, what to do for what crops and, uh, you know, making sure they save the seeds and, and then sending even trading seeds uh, through the post <laughs> from who knows where um, people exploring, you know, these new territories um, to the west of the 13 colonies then the 13 states. Um, so I really, really enjoy this book. It's got a lot of good um, footnotes in the end um, and references. And uh, the author, she has some other books out about other gardeners, um, the Brothers Gardeners. I believe it's about the Bartrams. Um that I definitely want to check out in the future. So if you're looking for something with a little more heavy, a little more nonfiction, um, to kind of, you know, develop your interest in gardening history, I definitely recommend this book. Um, you may find yourself wanting to know more about certain things. I think one of the most interesting things I wanted to learn about was the uh, Franklin tree after just the weird, uh, potential how they found this tree and then all of a sudden they can never find it again um and you know the whole mystery that it's shrouded in definitely recommend this book um the second book is the heirloom life gardener and it's from the baker creek uh seed company uh, jerry and emily gettle and we bought this uh back back when we moved from florida to texas Uh, we were in texas i guess probably about a year by by this time maybe a year and a half and I was vegetarian at this time, so we were kind of trying to, we're getting back into gardening, looking to branch out on our meals, and eating, you know, plant-based, and um, 
they are vegetarian as well and we actually have their cookbook too but I'm not gonna talk about that one today but um we got the book I think in maybe coordination when we subscribed to their magazine and um I remember taking a lot of time and really just diving into this book um it talks about the his the history of uh the Baker Creek Company um how Jared founded it when he was a teenager and was doing this whole, you know, mail order, small, small magazine thing and how it's become what it is today. You know, one of the bigger, uh, rare seed catalog books, um, out there. And, um, just, it's really cool, cool mag, uh, book. Um, he goes through, talks about seed collecting in all the countries they travel to. I know they go to Southeast Asia a lot, South America, going to all these different farm stands and talking to the locals, um, something I really enjoyed about this. And um, then he talks about, uh, they write about how to kind of, you know, begin your garden and then going through and talking about specific crops like asparagus and beans and corn and different melons and just talking about how to use them in the kitchen, how to save the seeds, um, and you know different pests and diseases about each things and then talking about specific varieties that are interesting or unique and um i really i think it's a good book to flip back through on occasion and i haven't i haven't been through it in a while but i picked it off my shelf because i know that i really enjoyed it um so that's the second book the third book if i definitely had a lot longer <clears throat> when we were in florida because of our season in South Florida, we were Zone 10A. Uh, I actually think now it's 10B because of the re- rezoning. But um, our tomato growing season was start your seeds at the very end of August, early September. You've got to harvest by December, um, and you can probably harvest through April. Pretty long window. And so that's where our love of heirloom varieties came from. And then at Christmas one year, I think, I, I I don't remember exactly, but I ended up getting the heirloom tomato um, from Garden to Table uh, by Amy Goldman. And they're basically all these heirloom tomatoes that she has grown over the years. And she's taking taken um, basically tomato portraits. And they are just gorgeous. And it makes you want to grow every single one of the varieties that there is. And... Um, so on each of these portraits, she also goes through and gives really detailed information about their size, their weight, the shape, um, talking about their exterior color, their flesh, uh, they, she even does like chemical kind of analysis on it. I, it's been a while, so I don't know if she's, how she paid and got that all done, but, you know, talking about the bricks, which is like the sweetness and, and things like that, flavor, texture, best uses, um, synonyms, because as we know with heirloom varieties, um, there can be several, several, several synonyms for these, uh, these varieties over the years, because, you know, one person's growing it over here in X County of Mississippi and, you know, five counties away, there's probably something very similar because as seeds get passed around from friends and family, you're growing up similar heirlooms they may be slightly different because of of breeding and and how you've saved your seeds but so you know over the years if two people have said this is my 
say, German Johnson A and this is German Johnson B, they grow them together, see how similar they are. They may actually be the same tomato with just the teeniest difference. So talking about synonyms, finding that. um, And then just like anytime she has a little comment about or a little paragraph about, you know, how she's grown them, you know, what she loves about that tomato. And um, it's really, it's a thick book. Um, She even gives recipes at the end. And if you're looking to diversify your your heirloom tomatoes, um, what you grow, this book is is to die for. I know she has a squash book uh, that I don't have that I would love to get. Oh, it looks like a melon one too. So I I don't have those. They're on my list of someday to to procure them. Um, I just haven't gotten around to buying them. So those are my three book recommend- recommendations for today. I've got more, and I will probably do more episodes in the future. My list for gardening books is growing, but I would love to have recommendations. Um, so please, you can drop me an email at thegardenpathpodcast at gmail.com or at gpathpodcast on Twitter, or just leave a note, um, comment in the show notes uh, for me. And also, if you guys can also just pop on over to iTunes and do a ratings and review for me, I would love that. Um, I would love to get some some more people listening. And the more ratings and reviews, uh, the more that's how iTunes works, you know, the popularity of things. So it would just be cool if I could reach out to more people. And please feel free to share this as well. All right. So you guys, I'll be back in about a week with another summer garden journal. And I hope you guys have the really nice rest of June. There's only a few more days. It's summer in full swing. All right. Bye.